Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Very excited to welcome this week's guest to talk about Cason Wallace, one of the kind of more intriguing rookies uh, this year and one of our favorite uh, rookies from last season, uh, obviously rookie from Kentucky with the Oklahoma City Thunder this year. Um, our guest this week is a recurring guest and the inspiration for this whole segment with their team of the week uh, segment over at the Athletics NBA show and the Slam and Jam uh, episode. You know him also from the Down to Dunk podcast. He is Andrew Schlecht. Andrew, thank you so much for coming back on and taking the time. How's it going? Uh, it's going great. I just got back from Thunder practice. Got to talk to Gordon Hayward for the first time. Um, did not get to talk to Casey Wallace, although it would have been perfect. If we <laughs> so, um, no, I'm I'm grateful that you asked me back on. Well, the 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 pleasure is all mine. Um, I, I I guess quick quick sidetrack. Initial mm-hmm. impressions with the uh, with the Gordon Hayward um, infusion into this team. Yeah, I mean, he kind of fits like a glove. For this team, he sh- shoot. You know, it's kind of a becoming like a thunder cliche. Is like they want all their guys to shoot past dribble, and that's what he does. You know, he's really, really, really smart player on both ends. He's a bigger wing, which is what they don't really have on their team, and so I think he'll fit in quite well. So I'm I'm excited to see him tomorrow. He's supposed to play against the Clippers. I, I don't know how much because he hadn't played since December. So we'll see what that looks like. You know how much. You know, what kind of game shape he's in, but I expect that we'll see him maybe 10, 15 minutes tomorrow at least. Love it. Oh, I this is already off the rails. I told you beforehand we were just talking about Kaysen, and I already I'm already lying to you. So off to a hot start. Uh, but there are a million things that I could obviously ask you about this Thunder team. Uh, maybe down the road, Chet Holmgren will pop up on the wheel, uh, but that's a future endeavor. Um, but with Kaysen Wallace, it seemed like when the Thunder took him, um, it caught a lot of people off guard because. You know, the initial thought, it wasn't, oh, this team needs another guard. They need another kind of combo-y, uh, you know, pocket knife, do-it-all type of player. Um, were you surprised when they made that selection? And just kind of what were your initial reactions and the, I guess, overall Thunder community's reactions when he was drafted? Yeah, I think that there was some surprise there because 
when people think about this Thunder team, and people still kind of think this, it's like they need bigger guys around Chet. And so the thought at the time of the draft, or at least like some of the hope was, hey, could they get in on Jairus Walker? Could they get Taylor Hendricks? You know, those are the two guys that I, I think I said those names a thousand <laughs> times in the span of like three weeks. We talked a lot about those guys. Um, I was I was a big Kobe Bufkin guy. I thought that he really kind of fit like the shoot pass dribble, um, you know, prototype for the Thunder. And then when you start, and also it was a surprise in that the Thunder are coming a little bit out at this past draft. The Thunder are going into a new phase where they really need guys that are ready to play now because it's going to be really, really hard to play big minutes on this team if you're not ready to go. And honestly, maybe that's maybe they did have Jairus Walker and Taylor Hendricks on their radars, but if you watch them this year, you're like, oh, they probably wouldn't play for this Thunder team right now. Um, same for Kobe Bufkin. Like, Bufkin doesn't play for the Hawks. You know, he plays a lot for the G League. He's played some with the Hawks, but mostly with the G League. And so now having that understanding, like, Kaysen was one of the guys, he's, he's still really young, but he's one of the guys you're like, oh, yeah he's got a role in the NBA right away just because he has this like baseline level of defense. Shot making is there. He does enough ball handling, enough passing where you're like, all right, like you can give him a small role. And that's exactly what they've given him. So at the time I was a little surprised that they chose Kaysen, but after kind of understanding a little bit more where they believe they're at, it didn't really shock me to, to kind of like put the piece of the puzzle, like back together afterwards. It's like, Oh, okay. I see it now kind of thing. I, I love that you brought up those three names because those were three of the, my kind of dream landing scenarios for the Thunder going into last year's draft. Um, and, you know, Kaysen was right along with them, especially if you're thinking along the Buffkin lines. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I know you always kind of do your homework and talk to a ton of people. So was Kaysen like at all on your radar or did you kind of have any kind of preconceived notions about him coming in, into the season or I guess post-draft? Yeah, I mean, he was definitely on my radar. I, I wondered if he was a bit small um to play on this team because they do have a lot of smaller guards i also wondered about they they just signed lou dort to a contract extension and so he seems he seemed like kind of like super dort to me and i wondered if they would want to have guys that are kind of that play the exact same role or if they would like bring him in as a guy to replace lou eventually and so, like, there was definitely that was on my radar, maybe more than anything. It was like, okay. And I also just wondered about the shooting reliability, too, whenever I thought of him. Uh, as far as, like, pre-draft stuff, like, the Thunder don't leak hardly anything yeah. ever about who they like and what they want to do. And they're very notorious for that. And so I didn't really have much of an idea. It's It's really – it honestly makes it a little bit more fun because then you get to, like – you have last year's draft to look at and you're like, okay, this is what I know now about the team. How can I project it onto this next class? And what does that look like? And that's, I, I think we, I mean, we definitely discussed Kaysen, but I, I don't think what we talked about him as like a guy like, oh my gosh, this should get Hawkins was another guy where like, oh man, like the shooting is clearly there. He's got a little bit more size than Kaysen does, at least at height. He's not definitely not stronger, but he's definitely taller. Uh, so he was another guy that we talked about a lot, but again, a lot of it was bigs. I was a big Anthony black guy. I thought maybe they could trade up to get Anthony black. I don't know how much Anthony black would play on this team now after watching him. I know he's like 
quote unquote shot the ball well, but no one's guarding him, you know, out to three, maybe ever. Uh, and so it's it's becoming harder and harder to fit guys like that on this team. And with the way we've seen Josh Giddy fit overall with the team, it makes a lot of sense that they wouldn't get him. So, anyways, yeah, I I loved you know this draft class and kind of like dissecting it. It's such a fun class. Yeah. You know, a lot of these guys haven't really been amazing yet, but I I think that there's you know, this class moving forward is I think is going to make a big imprint on the league. Yeah, I completely agree. Um, so and K- even in college and this year, it feels like Kaysen's kind of doing a lot of the similar stuff where he's not necessarily the do-it-all superstar where he's taking over games and being the focal point of the offense or defense, but he's just kind of filling in any gap that's needed in whatever rotation or lineup that he's kind of put into. So mm-hmm. when when you look at some of his advanced numbers, like the net on-off net rating differential and you know on-off stats are always imperfect, but it's at minus 5.8. Not ideal, but not shocking for a rookie. Um, what has he kind of been asked to do um, for this team that has a superstar in SGA, a burgeoning superstar, or two of them, and Chad Holmgren and Jalen Williams? Um, what has kind of been the role that he's been asked to fill so far for this team? He plays a very small role on this team. He plays tw- about 20 minutes per game. So he's like in the game a lot. Mm-hmm. But they ask him to do a honestly, they ask him to do a lot of different things. And his role has kind of evolved a lot as the season has gone on. So at the beginning of the season, they were just like, let's figure out what this guy is. And so they would like put him in the dunker spot at times and they would have him do guard to guard screen rolls. Um, you know, he would pick and pop or he would be the guy who's popping out to three. Uh, now he's much more of like a, a Lou Dort replacement in the lineup where he goes out there and he defends one of the best perimeter players and he's taken open threes and that's kind of what he does. And he'll be opportunistic at times with driving and kind of getting to the hoop, taking mid range shots, but it's mostly catch and shoot threes. And that's about it. Like he didn't really get to the free throw line. He doesn't really initiate a ton of action on his own. He's done that a little bit, but it's really more of, like you said, they're plugging him in in different places and they feel very comfortable with him. And the, and the thing about him that Mark Degnault talked about from day one is his intelligence. Is that because of his intelligence as a basketball player, they feel very comfortable putting him wherever. And it's also helped that he's like shot the ball like crazy. <laughs> yeah. He's like, he's 50, 40, 84, I think, for the season. Which is, I mean, I don't, I would not have guessed that he could have done something like that, you know, going into this season. Um so yeah, I mean he's he's definitely taken on a a sizable role with regards to minutes, but with regards to like usage, let me look up his usage because it's like I mean it's I, like, I think cleaning the glass had him in like the first percentile. So yeah, it's like, like 12, absolutely nothing. Yeah, yeah. Um basketball reference 12.3% usage. I mean <laughs> it's really it's honestly kind of hard to know cuz I had somebody ask on my show down to dunk uh last week about could Kaysen Wallace be the next, you know, star guard out of Kentucky. I'm like, I have no idea. Like he's he's at twelve percent usage. I mean, yeah. how are you even supposed to know? Like, I mean, you look at the percentages, and you're like, oh yeah, he could do it. But like, this, I mean, the the diet's so small that how are you really supposed to know? Because he just doesn't shoot the ball that much. I mean, he has 26 free throws in 54 games. You know, it's a yeah. really really small role. 
Yeah, and and just kind of to to build off of that, um, it is a small sample size, but the efficiency numbers right now are absolutely bonkers. You mentioned just kind of the raw shooting numbers, um, but and clean the glass has them in the ninety sixth percentile in points per shot attempt, the hundredth percentile in effective field goal rate. Uh, Synergy had him uh, where is it eightieth percentile in transition, eighty sixth percentile spotting up, ninety seventh percentile as the roll man. I love how they've kind of used him as as the screener and roller and some of that mm-hmm. stuff. Um, but then also like 55th percentile as the pick and roll ball handler, but the sample size on all of it is so low. What's your kind of confidence that some of this is real or is there, or are you kind of concerned that there's going to be a real big kind of come back, coming back down to earth for him? Yeah. I think there will be a regression when the usage increases. I, I mean, if, if not, then yeah, he's yeah, like he a superstar. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, my guess is that he will shoot the ball more. They will find ways to get him more threes as he continues uh, in his career. And we'll see, you know, we'll see. My my guess is that he's not a 41% three-point shooter. Yeah. Maybe he's like a 37, 38% three-point shooter would be kind of my guess. And maybe re- just really good from the corners, which is what they would need anyways. So, yeah, I I would be surprised if this is who he continued to be. Yeah, he's 46% from the corners. Yeah. I mean, he's he's the kind of the perfect role player because at, at this point, the Thunder have their three stars uh, with Shea, J-Dub, and Chet. And now it's all about how do we find the guys that complement those guys the best? How do we... And, and also, how do we find guys that can play this style of defense with us? And Kaysen's perfect because it's a lot of... Pack the paint, recover to the perimeter. I mean, you're just, I mean, you're running around like crazy. You're you're switching. There's cross matches everywhere. I mean, it's it is a it's not the easiest defense to be a part of, which is why you see some guys kind of really struggle there. But if you are like a high effort player like Kaysen, like a Lou Dort, like you know, Jalen Williams, you know, you can you can really thrive in it. And that's where I've kind of seen him thrive, where he can be I don't know if he can be like a star, but he can be like a, you know, I think, I think it was Doc Rivers to say you can be a star in your role, which is where I kind of think Kaysen fits into this puzzle. I don't know that there's a lot of room for him to be able to spread his wings as some like great score, a guy that averages, you know, 20 points per game. I just, I don't think there's room there for him, but I do think there's a ton of room for him to be, even I mean, he could supplant Dort eventually as a starter. I wouldn't be surprised to see that uh, if he is a bench player. I mean, he's going to be one of their best bench players. Are, are the Thunder going to be able to help hang on to guys like Isaiah Joe? You know, in the future is another question. And maybe he just fills that role where he just plays thirty minutes a night off the bench, where you just can plug him in wherever you want. So that would be my guess as to where this is all heading: is that he's going to be a very, very good role player for a very long time in the league. So and role players obviously are a big reason why teams end up winning championships and the Thunder have ascended to that legitimate title contender realm now. Um, so you, you kind of mentioned going forward as a role player. Do you think that's kind of more as do, do you think that he does have legitimate like bona fide backup point guard stuff where he can really run the offense and initiate stuff when Shea's off the floor and kind of take some of those responsibilities away from Shea that can help even boost his numbers then kind of down the road? Or do you think it's going to be more of that kind of pseudo uh, blending of worlds between Dort and Isaiah Joe? 
he definitely has more juice off the dribble than Joe and Dort do. And there's, I don't, I wouldn't want to limit him and say that he couldn't become like a legit backup mm-hmm. point guard. But the way that the Thunder handle their rotations typically is if Shea's not on the court, then usually J Dub's on the court. And so he's going to handle the ball a lot, or Giddy's on the court and he's going to handle the ball a lot. So there's not a ton of opportunities because of the way that they stagger their lineups. He's, he's all, you know, this season he's always been more of a secondary creator and he's thrived in that. But is there room for him to become a primary initiator of offense? Yeah, I think there is. You know, is Josh Giddy long for the Thunder? There's a lot of people that have questions about that. And perhaps Case and Wallace becoming a much better player, even over like to year two, to year three, year four, it may become more obvious that, like, oh, okay, this guy can take this role and actually do it better than Josh can. Uh, because he is a better defender, he's a better shooter, he can do all these things, and he can handle and pass. And But we're still a long ways off from that. You know, it's all kind of theoretical. We've seen it, like you said, we've seen it in like very, very small chunks. And I don't know, and the Thunder, I give a lot of credit to Coach Degnault because he will just give guys just enough that they can handle. And he calls it clearing hurdles. He talked about like Chet and J-Dub just continued to clear hurdles over and over and over again. And they haven't exactly given Kaysen more hurdles to clear from what I've seen. And, and maybe that's happening behind the scenes. Like, you know, we're not privy to everything, mm-hmm. you know, that the Thunder do. And so in game, I haven't seen them giving him a whole lot more responsibilities. They kind of have settled him into this role, but you do wonder over the summer that that's their real first chance to get better. You know, it's really tough to come in as like a much better player than you were at the at like the combine and all of that. But you you get your first chance to become a better player. And we've seen what you know Jalen Williams has been able to do. I mean, the, the guy looks like a future all-star now with just one summer. You know, what does it look like for Kaysen who gets to work out with these guys, who gets to kind of be under the wing of Shea Gildas Alexander, who is literally gotten better every year since like his sophomore year of high school, you know, it's It's insane. And so I think, I think he's going to have a chance, but there's the, the room to become like the big, like actualized like self is, is much smaller. The window is so much smaller to actually like spread your wings and become like some awesome, great, you know, all-star potential type of player. So um, I think that there's there's more challenges for Kaysen than if he were drafted here like two years ago. Absolutely. Well, Andrew, uh, thank you so much for the time. Uh, huge fans of Kaysen Wallace over here. Very excited to see how him and this Thunder team continue to grow, um, especially since, God, they're so young. But wow. please p- plug away, tell everyone where they can find you and how they can support uh, all of your endeavors. Yeah, go check out the Athletic NBA show. Subscribe uh, to that wherever you get your podcasts. And then if you are into the thunder, go listen to Down to Dunk and go check out our YouTube page. Just search Down to Dunk. We'd really appreciate that. Everyone, please go support Andrew. He's the best. They do incredible work everywhere he's involved. So, Andrew, thank you again. Thanks a lot.